Hello, this is Lisa Russick and Misty Lore with the podcast, We Are All Psychic. And uh, today we have a wonderful guest. Her name is Sue. Sue, would you like to say hello? Hey, everybody. This is Sue Maya in Sedona, Arizona area. And we're going to talk about psychic things. We are going to talk about psychic things. Uh, I have a question for you. Do you think we're all psychic? I feel that we're all connected to the divine. Everyone, everything, every cell, from, you know, single-cell amoeba to great planets and star systems. We're all connected to the divine. Everyone has the potential to reach higher levels of consciousness, awakening, and uh, receiving knowledge. So if somebody wants to call themselves psychic, that's fine. And we're all receiving divine knowledge as much as we're able to open to it. That's how I interpret it. That's beautiful. Love it. I love, love it. that so much. Me too. That's a good way to what interpret do you, it. I love to talk about the divine. I, I, I think we all have our own ideas as to what the divine is. Some people might call it God mm-hmm. or goddess or whatever they want to. But what, for what, what is the divine for you? Well, it, yeah, by any name, it's still God. It's still the, the divine source of all things. The creator, the creation. source. Yes, yes. Yeah, the creator, God. I mean, I say God a lot. I say divine a lot. I say, um, you know, great source. Uh, it's by any other name, there's, there really is no word that can contain all of who Mm -hmm. he is. I agree. I agree too. It's like everything and more. Mm -hmm. So, so listeners, um, this is an audio podcast only. And, um, Sue is also an Everclear advisor with me. And, um, so Mm -hmm. Sue, how did you start? Were you always into, interested in the metaphysics, in the psychic world, into the juju i mean have you always been interested in it were you raised around it or (laughs) you just explored yourself yeah i've i've always felt connected with nature and animals that was my first real uh intuitive link to my surroundings and then i was given formal education uh in judeo-christian theology and I studied Eastern religions and philosophies, and I moved into shamanic studies in the 80s. So my training has evolved over the years. Um, the shamanic work, the energy work through 80s, 90s, and 2000s. So now I do a lot of energy work, which includes, you know, plants, animals, people, environments. And, uh, you know, outwards and upwards from there, because everything is energy. Everything is manifested through energy and thought. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I, I feel that the entire evolution of intuitive awakening and knowledge was um, to integrate all the world religions and all the symbology. And all the ways that people try to access God through the many, many streams and rivers of learning and devotion and purification. That's awesome. I love that. You, you sounds like you have given a lot of thought to 
your place in life and why mm -hmm. you do what you do. I agree. So yeah. um, when you were studying and starting to learn, did you already feel like you were opened up to this or did the studying open you up to it more? Uh, I think that, you know, considering your past life experiences, that you may have opened different aspects of yourself through many lifetimes. So when you're born, you come in with some awareness of things that came with your soul, with yeah. your soul learning. And then you kind of choose, right, along the way. Well, I'm going to do some more writing. I'm going to do some more art. I'm going to, I'm going to sit and listen to music and all these different channels which uh, give you awareness, you know, understanding dreams um, and providing service yes. to others. All of those different ways can open you to new levels of understanding. But really, it starts with your heart, where you are intent on opening your, your understanding and being connected. If your heart is shut down, your eyes and ears and your thoughts will all be shut down with it. That's how I look at it. Absolutely. That's really mm -hmm. brilliant. Are you a writer? Mm -hmm. You said something about writing. I'm just curious. Are you a writer? I've done right. Yeah, I did a lot of writing, I did a lot of channel writing. Um, I've also done music. I've been a professional artist, painter, primarily paintings. Um, you know, in my I earlier training also. You are really getting me on a subject and it's about creativity. And there's to me, if, yeah. if we can start and like you said, it starts with opening your heart. Whenever we're creative, I think we get in touch with the divine when we just let ourselves mm -hmm. express ourselves creatively. And it sounds like you do a lot of yeah. expressing yourself creatively. Um, I'm a lot like that, too. I write. Mm -hmm. I make jewelry. Yeah. I uh, play music and write music. We should start a band, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah. <laughs> and then I did a lot of radio, which was a creative outlet as well, where oh, yeah. I would do meditations and visualizations on the air. And that was kind of a breakthrough um, medium, you know, for spirituality, whereas before it would go down into painting or, or music. When you're broadcasting on the air, it's kind of like it was pre-podcast era, you know, it was oh, pre-internet yeah. uh, era. So it was real true broadcasting out of a studio. And you know that you're going to be breaking some boundaries and people are like, what is this? <laughs> you know, and you're, you're presenting, <laughs> you're presenting mantras and astrological symbols and things that most people, especially in the South, because at the time I was in North Carolina, um, you know, where the Bible Belt, and I appreciate the Bible for sure, but where their understanding and terminology was limited. Yes. So here yes. I was opening up to new thought about what is God's purpose for you in your life? How can you look at it differently and bring into your life those prayers and healings and manifestations? I love that. That's a yes. very, very well put. I, I love that. Yeah. I, I can, we, we've I talked can, about that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We've talked about a lot of, of, of people in who, who are professional or working on their spirituality or professional in some capacity as a healer 
we've talked about this mm -hmm. before, but they, a lot of us craft or do other things, creative things like you're yeah. talking. I can hear in your yeah. voice, you've got like perfect pitch and you have this really melodic voice. And um, the oh, way you speak you. is like, it sounds like you have done a lot of writing, a lot of writing. It sounds she like does. I have done a lot of speaking. Yeah. I've probably yeah. done more speaking oh. than writing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you're really yeah. good at it and you know how to express exactly what you're trying to say and you do it really well. <laughs> Thank you. Missy, Thank do you, you have, so much. I well, know Missy has questions. Oh, do you have? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I was just going to share, you know, different churches and speaking places like Unitarian or Unity Church or Science of Mind or places where people can get similar ideas. So what like, we're yes. talking about here. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've heard, there are some actually in Alabama like that in Huntsville, Misty. I didn't know if you knew there's mm -hmm. a it's not Scientology. Mm -hmm. There's another church of science or I can't remember what it's called, but there's like a church Science of mind. I think that yeah. might be it. Yeah, it's, it's there's one really? of those in yeah. Huntsville. Yeah. Huh. I I did, I did not know that. Yeah. Well, um, um, so you talked a little bit about uh, shamanism. Um, tell me a little bit about that, what, what you're doing now. Uh, did you say astrology? No. no. What was the word you used? Didn't you say something about, huh? You said shamanism? Yeah. Oh, shamanism. Oh, shamanism. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I do that as part of my energy work, which is a, a way of doing healing, especially distance healing in my case, where I'm not going to people's homes and working on their physical illnesses. But if they contact me and ask me about it, I will do a session where I'm looking through their energy field. It's the same kind of thing that I do, you know, when we're getting readings online. But yeah. in depth uh, is reading the energy field, what the symbology is, the colors, the resonance, the textures, and then moving the energy so that they have relief from that energy. And that originated in shamanism, uh, as far as I understand. Yeah. Now, the modern day healers who do a, a, like hands on, like School like of Brennan, uh, Reiki, right? A lot of those originated thousands of years ago. So we're doing yes. similar things. Like yeah. That. See, I love that. That's why I wanted to talk to you about that. You know, I, I love that. You know, it's, <laughs> it's it, it, nothing but good comes out of that in my opinion you know when you're working with with good energy and you're healing and you know you're working with people mm -hmm. you can't get any better than that I think um so do you have you ever done like in-person healing as well or are you just doing oh yeah oh yeah yeah oh I had a private practice for a long time where I would see people in person I would do past life regressions and read oh I love that what do you? I yeah, and I did that. that. Did right. you ever do soul retrieval long... stuff like that for as a shaman? I have done soul retrieval, but it wasn't my, you know, favorite thing to do. Right. Um, right. Past life work was very interesting because I was able to use my hypnotherapy yes. training and help people heal things that aren't even from this life. That's awesome. See, that's what I love. Memories. Yes. Yeah. I totally believe that is so true. I've had it done before and it, it just makes so much sense when you're done, 
you're like, so that's why I was carrying all this around, or this is why this hurt me all the time. Or, you know, it, it explains yeah. things that you just can't explain otherwise. It, yeah. It's life changing to me. You know, everybody should do it, you know, yeah. to find out what has happened to them and where they've been. So they know where to go. <laughs> You know, or not not Absolutely. to go. <laughs> not to go. Yeah. 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 Well, if somebody has an uh, unrealistic fear, for instance, a phobia, and they can't explain it from any traumatic events from this life, mm-hmm. then it's a good, there's a good chance it came from a prior lifetime. Yes. Maybe not the very last one, but it could go back several lifetimes because that core energy is still floating in their energy field in their Yes. Or yes. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Like I, I had it done too, like I said, and you know, I didn't realize how much guilt I was carrying around until I had it done. And then I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, I found out what the source was and I was like, wow, that that's where it's all coming from. Wow. And I was able to let go of it, which is a very hard thing to do. So well, it's I been have, with you forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wedged in there. Yeah. 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 And I probably yeah. would have kept going in this lifetime if I had not have done it and figured it out. But yeah, I highly recommend past life regression. I mean, it, it's an amazing, amazing yeah. tool. Yeah. And you just have to be a little bit more open-minded to the usual therapy than to the usual therapy. Oh, yeah. So that you can access other areas of, of uh, remedy, you know? Yes, yes. Oh, you're so right. That's yes. true, yes. I, I really want to pick your brain, Sue, about something you said right when okay. you started talking about um, healing, energy healing. Mm-hmm. You said you can, like, shift the energy. You see the colors in somebody's, I guess, their aura or in their mm-hmm. energy. What's that like? I've never mm-hmm. done that, so I need to hear Ooh, about yeah. it. What's that like from your perspective? Like, how do you do it? What does it seem like? Well, you know, you go into your meditative state, clearing yourself is the first thing, making sure you understand your own energy field. If there are any intrusions, you want to push them back, send them back to their sources. So it always starts with clearing yourself first. And then from that clear, you know, I would say like a blank canvas, right? Then when somebody enters into that field by speaking to you or connecting with you, then on that blank canvas, you can almost see right away which colors they're bringing with them. And those colors represent various, like, potentials. Okay. They they represent what they've been devoting themselves to. It shows where they have injuries on their body because injuries um, are also represented in your auric field. If you have tears or breaks in your auric field, you're more likely to get sick or have pain and not realize it because sometimes the injury does not come from the body. It comes from intrusions around you. Wow. And how do you close that up? Yeah. Like, how do you heal it? How do you pick that up? How do you heal it? Oh, how do you heal it? Well, first you recognize it and you speak it, right, to the person. Uh, You say, look, I see a lot of yellow and gold around you. I can tell that you've been involved in material possessions. You've been gifted with a lot of money and abundance. 
However, I see this dark spot near your hip, which seems to be leaking energy out of your hip, and this maybe you're limping or you've been favoring it for a long time. We need to move that energy out and clear it up. And then they say to me, you're so right. How did you know I have this hip problem and I've been using a cane, but she has a lot of money and she's going to doctors a lot for it, right? So she's supporting the hip injury with money, but not clearing up the original source. Right. Um, so so is, it, is it difficult for you to do that or could you possibly give us a demonstration on Misty? yeah uh well probably it wouldn't be good for me to do a healing right now because i'm in my mental state right now oh i got you i'm in an intellectual speaking different areas of yeah uh, like while you're in an intellectual state or just kind of being like the rest of us i guess um can you still see the colors or do you have to go into the clear yourself space? And then, I mean, do you always have the uh, the ability to see the colors or do you turn it off and on? I mean, how does that work for you? I can turn it off and on. I cleared myself before the show. Um, I clear myself before readings to make sure I'm not carrying any of my own personal stuff into a reading. Mm-hmm. Um, how so, do you clear yeah, yourself? That's a quickly. really, uh, you know, we've never talked Good about question. that with on the show. Yeah. Doing it's a clearing question. your art, cleaning your energy. Well, yeah, yeah, it's great because, I mean, everyone needs to learn how to do that because we live in a very chaotic society where, the, you know, we live in a stream of uh, cacophonous, you know, electromagnetics and radio and people's minds and shopping and Every environment has its own, you know, conglomeration of chaos. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, so uh, for me, it's easy because I do it a lot. I do it every day. And you basically, you know, learn meditation, right? Do the relaxation techniques from bottom to top, top to bottom, and outwards and outwards. In fact, I have a bunch of those meditations recorded if you ever want to do those yeah. on, on Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. yes. yes. That would be so awesome. So if you, ever, if you want to tune into those someday, all right, you're welcome to use them on your show if you like. Oh, but thank um, you. anybody can go and, and learn that, medita- that meditation technique for either energy or telepathic uh, resonance with another. Uh, reaching angelic messages. You know, there's so many different ways to do it. It always starts with relaxation and breath work. And the breath work expands until you're able to receive uh, clearer messages from your environment. I love that so much. And you just keep working on that until it expands outward. Yeah. How do you find a way? Once you know how to do that. So to me, it sounds like... Once you you know how to do that... Oh, I'm so sorry. It's so hard to do it. Listeners, we, we're, she called in, she dialed in, so I'm not seeing when she's about to talk. So I keep talking over you. <laughs> sorry about That's that. That's all right. And it, we're just, you know, we're linked up. Um, I just wanted to say that the more often you do those meditations, the easier it gets to just click in, clear, and get out. You can do it in three to five minutes. Yeah. And you don't have to spend a lot of time. That's very important. Just like getting on a bus. Yeah. yeah, it's very important to learn that. I think. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Oh, I did have a question for you when I interrupted you. And then I was, oh. <laughs> do you remember it? <laughs> I was actually kind of curious. Um, okay. And I've always, I, I don't see color. Like every once in a while, I'll see an aura or I'll see colors around people, but not very often. It's just not, I'm not visual. I'm not very visual. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I attribute it to mm-hmm. anyway. Um, how would you maybe like for advice for listeners who, Maybe they do see colors and they don't know what it is. Can you give them a rundown of what, like, I kind of think maybe the colors are personally mean something to different people, but I don't know. Are there universal meanings yeah. to the colors or are there different for everybody? They do. They do have, you know, personal meanings, but they also have, there's some universal uh, energies. I mean, dark is dark, light is light. That's pretty simple, right? Yeah. So if you can just see black and white around somebody, you can look at darkness and lightness around a person, right? Just like you're walking down the street, you're in the, you're in the New York City or you're in the downtown LA area and there's all these different types, right? <laughs> Your body can feel it too. Yes. Somebody has dark energy, you're probably getting around somebody who's got a history of crime and uh, Abusing. you know, lies and secret activities, right? They're dark. It's that's where you start, really. So it's black to white, white to black, and then the colors in between. They all have different senses of um, accumulation, right? If somebody has been a very loving, compassionate person their whole lives, they're going to have soft pinks and soft blues around them. Okay. That's always, that's what I always see. And sometimes the pinks are more related to children, and sometimes the blues have to do with more charity work. Um, but, you know, speaking to the person, you can find out. I'm trying with you while you're talking to see color, and I see white, and at the edges I see purple. And at the edges of the purple I see white. So it's like in the middle I'm seeing white. Nice. And then I see purple around it. And then I see like a, like a halo of white around the purple. Does that make any sense to you? Because I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't... That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it's great. I'm surprised you didn't see turquoise because a lot of people I, see I turquoise. See blue. I, I see blue. That's blue. what I was saying. Blue. Yeah. That's uh-huh. blue. Yeah, I do a lot of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is blue? What are these colors mean? The white and the purple and the blue that we were seeing? Okay, well, you can look at for instance, the basic chakra system, okay. right? Oh, yeah. uh, it, any chart on the web will show you the basic chakra system, and you can align a lot of those colors with the chakras. Gotcha. But so you would be like your third activity eye. Activity comes up. And okay. your right on my third eye and my throat chakra, turquoise and blue and white and. And the ultraviolet is the higher range. Like the I do see that range. that bright that that ultraviolet, but I can't explain it. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. It's in my head. I can't see it, but it's it's hard to explain. But I do see that. Like, and what I'm yes. seeing is a ball, a sphere, and it's white in the middle, and then mostly purple coming out at the very tips. Uh-huh. Is that is that that infrared or that not infrared? <laughs> is that <laughs> is that indigo that? Uh-huh. You were just, I can't think of the word you just said. It. Yeah, indigo. Yeah, right? and it's and a it, deep blue. Right? Yeah, and then and there's I'm a lot of white blue. coming off. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really pretty. And it's white beautiful. is right. What is white yeah, chakra that, then? Or is what, what does white relate to? 
White is basically from the angelic realm, which I connect with every day. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can so, yeah, yeah. Ultraviolet is the crown chakra. The third eye, the psychic eye, is the indigo blue. Then move down to the throat, usually associated with like a turquoise, uh, green, greenish turquoise. So the heart, you're moving down towards more of a pale growth green. This is based on the chakra system, like right. the traditional system. But I don't always see the heart as green. Sometimes I just see the heart as like a translucent pink. Or I was like just thinking pink. pink. Yeah, I was just thinking pink. Yeah. I, I know the angels, mm-hmm. angel colors like Ariel would be, uh, she's supposed to, I've learned that Ariel and Uriel are supposedly like the same, you know, but the masculine feminine, that's what I've learned anyway. But when they come around, yeah. um, Ariel always comes as pink and she, it, it like mm-hmm. fills my heart. So that's why I always associate pink with the color, like uh-huh. my heart. I love it. Green. Yeah. Angel yeah, I, I'm not really uh, like religiously attached to the chakra system as it has come out in a lot of books because I don't, when I'm doing readings, I don't always match up with what they say right. in their book. Because right. a lot of people who write the books, they're not really, they're really not that intuitive. They're just kind of rewriting what they've seen before in other books. So. That's very true. That's that's what a lot of, you know, they Mm -hmm. get hired to write them usually. (laughs) Um, So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I did a lot of ghostwriting. I never did uh, nonfiction, but I did a lot of fiction. And, you know, that's that's what they do. Like if there's a popular book out, they'll go find some ghostwriters to make more of them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Cool. Yeah. Well, at least you have the opportunity, you know, and then you can maybe throw in a few little tidbits. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm Yeah. But I'll just finish up those last few. Uh, the the uh, stomach area is usually represented by yellow or gold. It's the will. Yeah. Right? And then lower down is the like orange and, and dark pink. And then at the bottom is reds and magenta colors. Cool. Magenta. So oh, I love that for the root chakra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, some people I've mm-hmm. read, um, I can feel I do when I, I just took Reiki one and two about this time last year. Um, I feel uh, like I don't know if this is there or not, but I feel like there's a chakra beneath my feet and it feels like there's one just mm-hmm. right yeah. above my crown. I don't know if that's like typical. I have yeah. read some people think that's going on. Do you, do you feel those two or see those? Yeah, there are actually there are more chakras than they print because you've got several of them below your feet that connect with the earth and many more that connect above you to like 12 dimensions. So I feel that they're not all in the books. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it does them. that. It, yeah, I and I, I've also mm-hmm. read and I'm, I think we've had people talk about it on the podcast. There's chakras all through your body. And I've learned that in Reiki yeah. as well. Um, but right. It's just, I just have, I've heard a lot of people have re- heard, I've read a lot of debating about if there are chakras above and below us and in our energy field. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to know what you thought. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with that because if you do more work with the angelic realm, they also have a type of hierarchy and those, they're higher dimensions. And so, you know, the higher you go in, in service, the, 
more angels you have working with you on those types of service. See, that's so, my thing. Yeah. I love angel work. That that is my favorite mm-hmm. thing to work with is angels. I, I love love angel work because to me it's just so pure. Yeah. It's because Misty's an angel. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> She's an angel. And you have a lot of whites around you also. Yeah, yeah. I've been told that, yeah. She, she's because yeah. I love my angels. That's why <laughs> That's right. I love my angels. Yeah. They they yeah. helped me and out. Love you back. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I just love it, love it. And then there's That's our furry nice. angels. Her furry angel is watching her from the side, I think. <laughs> Frank. You can't see Sumatsu, yeah. but she has uh she has three Very angel dogs, angels. and there's yeah. a there's one just watching. Uh-huh. He doesn't leave her side. Oh, he loves he loves his mama. <laughs> so Beautiful. where can um where can yeah. listeners find out about you and listen to these meditations? Um, how how where can they find out about you more? Well, uh, I mentioned before about the uh, podcast, the audio yes. that's available on BlogTalkRadio.com. Then you go to Sue Maya's Quantum Theology. And at Sue Maya's Quantum Theology, I have like a bunch of different short meditations. They're all about 15 minutes. Great. So they can learn whatever they want there. And I also have a website called Quantum Theology. And the address for it is SU808. WordPress.com, and there they can find like 15 years of writing, photos, meditations, podcasts. I looked over her blog and I I instantly added it to my home screen because there's so much information. Oh, I want to look at it. Really amazing. And um, yeah, and I'll put all listeners, I'll put all her information in the description of the podcast. And you're also on Everclear, right? You're an Everclear advisor. I'm an Everclear. Hey. And I'll put your Everclear information in there too. So, um, and while oh, we're talking about Everclear, I would like to thank Everclear because Everclear is our sponsor and uh, Everclear is an advice app or a website, everclear.com. And you can yeah. get advice from psychics and empaths to get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And uh, yeah. I, do you have any last advice for anybody starting out with trying to figure out what all this is? You know, like maybe go back to when you were just, deciding to follow this path like do you have any advice for people like that because that's mainly who we do this podcast for yeah okay i would say number one you have to let go of societal expectations because society is not going to give you a big push to be a psychic or a healer no it's it's not built into our education it's not built into our families most of the time, although I, I was fortunate that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be willing to let go of the social norms if you want to raise your vibration and access a new way of living. Because it really in, entails sensing and knowing how to read your environment and the people and not being the same as everybody. You're just not going to be the same. And we aren't anyway. We yeah. aren't anyway. None of right. us are the same. Right. So I, that, like, getting that yourself. in our heads first is one thing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's great advice. Yeah. I love it. I love that. 
That's like some of the best advice yeah. we've had. So yes, you got to find yourself. You got to look in there and let go of you know today's society and all that. That's right. And then be, I would say number two is to find a good teacher that is trustworthy. You yeah. Know, somebody yes. that has right. 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 That's a great idea. There. That's a great, great mm-hmm. thing. It can be your grandma. You know, maybe she knows stuff. Be Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lisa's What's a good that? teacher. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna teach classes. We're to Missy and I are gonna start teaching classes. Listeners, we're still working on that. I should have the classes oh. up by the end of the month for you to uh, peruse yeah. and uh, sign up if you want. And um, I guess, yeah. do you have any last words for uh, any listeners? Any any last little bitty? Ditties? Well, I do feel that you have a teaching. You have a strong teaching ability. Yes, very yes. logical and organized. I can hear that in your voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. my mom was a teacher. Uh, a good connection. <laughs> and my brother's yeah. a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my dad wrote um, math books. I don't know what so. other. I don't know what else to say except if anybody needs more information from me, they can write to my email, and that's su eight zero eight at juno, J-U-N-O dot com. And I'll answer any questions. And I really appreciate you ladies helping me bring the word out. Yeah. And for everything that you're doing, you know, to bring awareness to us. We appreciate you. We appreciate you too. Thank you so much for coming on. I just love this interview. I feel feel a lot lighter. I feel great. Yeah. (laughs) You you have a great energy. And Missy, thank you. Thank you, Lisa. And listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners. Listeners, thank you. Thank you, listeners. Listeners, thank you. And watchers, um, if you ever watch, you can watch this, but you have to close your eyes and see the colors. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I guess lastly, thank you again, listeners. I have to say it one more time. Thank you again. And have a great night, evening, wherever you may be. Peace and out. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Blessings.